Dion has done an awful lot to put this service together, and I really want to thank her for all of her efforts and uh, invite y'all to have that kind of courage sometimes, too. Thank you, Dion. Thank you, Barbara. Good morning. Isn't it wonderful that we have such beautiful spring-like weather today? It, it really uh, seems ironic since my message is entitled The Relevance of Spring. At first I was pretty disappointed that we had winter conditions today, but then I realized that today's weather can actually help me get my message across. We don't usually have hard freezes and long winters here, but for a Louisiana native like me, this winter has actually felt like a real winter. We've had ice and real snow even today, and much colder temperatures this year, or this, than this past year. And as an aside, in case you're wondering, colder temperatures this past year do not mean that global warming does not exist. Seriously, how many times has someone heard someone say, so whatever happened to global warming these past few months? Maybe it's just me, but I've heard that joke a lot. Or maybe it's the people that I'm around. Um, If you hear that joke again, and if you think they are serious and not just being corny, please politely tell them to look up the definitions of climate and weather. Uh, But I digress. So anyhow, we've had real winter-like conditions. Uh, We're having them right now. And because of this, this year the arrival of spring is even more exciting. It feels like we actually deserve it this time. And after we've had a taste of what it will be like, today's conditions will just make us wait for it and appreciate it even more. Uh, I think the nice temperatures should be back on Tuesday. The seasons are clear metaphors to life cycles. Spring equals new life and new beginnings. We know the spiel. But even if we do, or if these metaphors can sometimes seem overused, that doesn't make them any less valid or meaningful. As you know, there will be an Ostara ritual after the potluck today, but since I'm talking about how wonderful spring is today, it seems like I should mention something about its sacred history. And I hope none of my research is wrong. Uh, The origins of the word Ostara, which is the name for the pagan goddess associated with the vernal equinox, include the words aurora and east. Aurora means to shine, and the word east is a reference to the rising sun. In old text, it's described as the spirit of light or a new beginning. With the end of the cold, dark months, ancient pagans no longer needed to store and ration foodstuffs. Often, the tastiest cured meats were presented to the spring celebrations and feasts as a sign that the people no longer needed to stockpile food. Granted, almost none of us stockpiles any food during the fall and winter anymore, but there's still a lesson here. We don't have to be so far removed or detached from our pagan ancestors. We should cherish the gifts we've been given and the joys of the season with the return of new life and growth and the ability to soon be enjoying in-season and locally produced veggies and fruits. Imagine biting into a juicy heirloom tomato in a few months, and by the way, you can purchase them at our um, plant heirloom plant sale next month, 
But the promise of that heirloom tomato or that fresh caprese salad is there, and we can almost taste it. That should excite us, and we should all celebrate what it is to come, what is to come because of this day. And getting back to stockpiles, why can't we learn to live more like our ancestors did? Or at least practice some of the more refined or peaceful practices of them anyway. I'm not suggesting that anyone go all Braveheart or anything. I'll pause for laughter, right. (laughs) I personally think that more of us should stockpile foods in the fall and winter and reduce our intake of of processed and prepared foods from the grocery store and have delicious local veggies or fruits that we can or freeze, getting in the habit of depriving ourselves of only in-season or local crops really makes you appreciate the abundance of spring and summer even more. And it makes you feel great, especially when you celebrate the upcoming season's harvests with your friends. The equinox was recognized worldwide as a time of renewal and rebirth. It was the celebration of the symbolic resurrection of earth itself and of various religious figures, most notably Jesus. Ostara and the egg she carries are symbols of fertility, of new and continuing life. And I'm just giving you Wikipedia highlights here. I really don't know much about this uh, ritual at all, so if you want to learn more, then you need to stay for the actual um, ritual. So we have this equinox, and spring was clearly upon us uh, these past few days. Uh, Each of us has probably found ourselves admiring new seedlings emerge or the first spring perennials bloom. It's so refreshing and comforting to see more colors in the landscape after our surroundings, even down here, have seemed boring or drab for months. They'll soon be green everywhere. When the leaves start to fill the trees, doesn't it seem that everyone, even those people, and it seems like we all know some, especially around here, who would light a barrel of oil on fire just to spite the earth, should stop and admire how beautiful they are. Spring seems to jumpstart everything, plants obviously, but animals and people too. Just think about how much fun bunnies will be having in the coming weeks. The, um, the rabbit or the hare is an evident fertility symbol that is clearly tied to the spring equinox, March being the rutting time of the hares. It is apparently quite a sight in European fields. The typically shy, quiet hare becomes fanatical and fervent. They run for miles and can even become aggressive and appear quite mad, hence the English and French expressions, as mad as a March hare. And most everyone, not just bunnies, seems to be affected by warmer temperatures and longer, sunnier days. People seem to have more energy, and lots of folks really do participate in spring cleaning rituals. But what should we do with this newfound energy that may not come back until Tuesday? Should we be as mad as a March hare? Probably not. Uh, We probably should not be um, as mad as a March hare, but we can do, uh, but we can do a lot to celebrate the spring equinox. Uh, What can the equinox itself in this season mean to us? Let's step back and really think about what it can bring and what every season can bring to our lives. If I had my way, all of us who are able, and more of us are able than we think, 
uh, would do some of the following things to celebrate the coming of spring. Get our hands dirty and plant native plants or perennials in their landscapes. If our grass is weedy and our lawn looks bad, let's uh, challenge our thinking about what constitutes a yard. Do we really need a large area of pretty green grass that is fertilized with chemicals that can get into our water supply? Do we actually use that space to play ball with our kids or grandkids anymore? Why does it have to look like a mini golf course? Is it really low maintenance or sustainable? Can we gradually reduce the size of our lawns and plant larger beds with low maintenance, drought tolerant perennials or year round native plants? A little research, 50 bucks, and I'm burning my paper here. A little research, 50 bucks in an afternoon can really go a long way. Don't want to do anything big, then just start a small herb or vegetable garden in pots or in the ground. And if we don't want to plant new things, then just get outdoors and clean up our yards and try to enjoy it. Donate or sell items instead of throwing them away that don't pass the spring cleaning inventory inspection and make sure to dispose of our hazardous waste properly. Consider this spring as new life for the planet, or at least think of it as a new beginning for our planet and make changes that take us out of our comfort zone that are better for our planet and make us feel better about ourselves. It doesn't matter that we as individuals, uh, that what we as individuals do won't really reverse climate change trends or prevent Shreveport's landfill from running out of room in six years, which it will. What matters is everyone can do something, even if it's small. Rethink the way we eat and trace the life of our food learn more about and therefore appreciate where our food comes from, start to support local agriculture and find out more about what we buy and where it comes from and also where it goes. We can buy some heirloom greens that our own Kathy Osuch will be selling after church today. Um, And, of course, the proceeds help our uh, green sanctuary efforts. And we can make plans to buy more heirloom transplants next month. Uh, really celebrate Earth Week this, this year and get our friends and families involved. Get moving and get healthier. Go on more outdoor bike rides or walks or runs, but don't go so fast that we don't observe how beautiful our area really is. And this coming from someone who for years wished I lived somewhere else. I still sort of wish I lived in Austin, though, but... <laughs> I do. <laughs> I have to admit, but, um, you know, when we have a great tree canopy here, and when you go, um, when you go out west, or if you spent lots of time out west like I have, um, when you're flying back into, you see how green it is, it's really remarkable. You, you miss the green when you spend um, time out uh, in the desert, even though that, of course, is beautiful, too. And if your movement is limited, move what you can and improve what habits you can. If you can't go outside for walks or runs, then read more books outside and consider less toxic ways to fight off those pesky mosquitoes. Make the time to create something new regularly, regularly, whether it's a piece of art, a garden bed, adventurous recipes using farmer's market ingredients, a homemade compost bin, a crafty bird feeder, some kitschy yard ornament, a work of literature. Get agitated like nature does in the spring and do something constructive with that energy, 
whether it's calling our congressman about health care or going to a city council meeting to express disapproval about a zoning issue, are just starting a digital campaign to spread the word about something we care about. Stop being stagnant because nature isn't. Get out of destructive patterns and start new and more beneficial ones. If we Unitarian Universalists profess to challenge ourselves and to think differently, then we should all really live by our principles and start to or continue to challenge the way we've done things for years. To use a healthcare analogy, let's take preventative measures and not reactive measures. Let's avoid the problems altogether or address them quickly by becoming more self-aware and not just popping a pill to fix a problem that could have been avoided. Are there habits that we know we need to break but we don't want to get out of our comfort zones to break them because we're too afraid it'll be uh, too hard to? The equinox uh, also means balance. Literally, it means equal night, and so the day and night are each 12 hours long. So let's be more balanced in our lives and in our relationships. We can still stir things up, create new things and new habits that are good for us, but we all need to rethink how we balance our lives. Are we working so hard or being so self-centered that we're ignoring our loved ones, for example? Realize that living deliberately and simply is fun. It's a challenge that is worthwhile and often saves us money. Plus, shopping becomes more like a game if you really try to shop local or buy products that are better for the environment. And most importantly, make time and enjoy the brighter and longer days by getting outside no matter what you do or what we do. And we should do these things because we want to or we've got the energy to do them and not because we want to feel self-important and brag about them to others. If we want to inspire others by our actions, and it seems like we all should strive for that, uh, and we may even inspire others but not even realize it, then sometimes the best thing to do is to live quietly by example. Plus, we don't want to contribute to global warming by expelling a bunch of egotistical hot air. Right. That was my husband's joke. I would like to point out that can't actually contribute to climate change. And if you do or plan to do some of the things, uh, these things already, then see these actions as your own celebrations of the season and of what nature inspires us to do. So like the bulbs some of us planted in the fall, we should wait in anticipation for this season and do something to celebrate it once it is here. Create, rethink, agitate, pay attention, play, beautify, appreciate, get moving, plant, rejoice. Let's do these things for ourselves, our loved ones, our planet. Let's live deliberately, and as Marge Piercy suggests in our responsive reading, be more of use. <laughs>